Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, we are trying to pay attention to attentiveness. That's right. And uh, last week, we kind of talked about these different contexts that we'd like to highlight in helping our listeners hone this leadership skill. And today we're beginning with how to be attentive with change. Ah, change. Change that seems to come from left field. Change that we wake up one day and everybody's um, listening to music in whatever order they want to hear it in. Ah, you know, attentiveness has got a bum rap in our culture because it's been associated with the word reactive, and it is reactive. And while as important as it is to have proactive leadership skills, this reactive skill of paying attention to what is happening and being able to respond earlier than later is a great attribute. It's a vital attribute. It is not the kind of reactive that we're going to poke fun at in a little bit, which is kind of either knee-jerk reaction or kind of a resistant, I don't want the world to change around me reaction. It's a you know very positive form of reaction. Well, and just to kind of flesh this out, like you're in your workplace, you're going about your usual workday, and then something comes along. It may not be at once, but kind of is trickling is this sort of change that affects how you do things. So let's say it's something as simple as the postage rates are going up, and all of a sudden you're going to double, triple your costs for mailing your products, right? I mean, that's something that mm-hmm. is yeah. you may account for there's not usually a lot of time to think about those kinds of things or change that comes along in some sort of leadership. Like you have someone new coming in or change that happens in technology. Like your, you know, processing system isn't fast enough for the information that you need or something new is coming out. So we're talking about just things that kind of happen as you're going about your day. Exactly. Cell phones have just transformed how people do work that uh, somebody is reachable wherever they are and they don't have to be at their desk. We used to be able to count on, you know, when we were away, we'd come back to a voicemail box full of messages. And now we get those wherever we are. And so that can initially be experienced as a great intrusion because we've developed a pattern of how we're going to do work that when we're away from the office, we can focus on that. And there's no expectation that we're available. So everybody's just fine with leaving a voicemail and hearing from you the next day. Now that you have your phone with you, even if they go to voicemail, they know that you know instantly that they called you. And so the expectation is that you're going to get back to them right away. So initially, we could have wished this wasn't so and resent these calls and resent this, and I'm still not going to talk to anybody. Or, you know, what we're saying is paying attention to what's going on, you can adjust and choose how you're going to get focus into your day how you're going to do these different things you want to do in light of these new realities. So just for clarification, would you, we're dealing with the subject to change. We're confronted with it, with it. What is the difference sort of more in plain speak between having a knee jerk reaction versus what does it mean to be attentive in a situation? The problem with the knee jerk reaction is that you're not thinking clearly about it. So you need to react, you need to do something and you, you know, just, you're either upset or you're panicked. Caught off guard. You're caught off guard. Yes, that's the general response. Good, thank you for that. You're caught off guard, and it's it's some form of you know if you you're panicked if you need to make a decision right away so you make a quick one, or you're upset because you're something's being 
disturbed that worked before. So, you know, you're resentful. So that's what makes your decision for you. So it's almost strictly a negative reaction to something. You're doing something for yourself in this reaction. You're expressing your anger or your frustration. Whereas if you're paying attention and you start noticing what's going on, then, you know, you have the space to, you know, recognize that you're frustrated and then think more calmly about how you're going to show up with this new reality. And your, the decision you make out of that will be a healthier one. and It'll be more based around whatever the issue is, not around the cha- you know, that there was change itself. So it's, you know, it's who's, who are you serving when you, you're, when you are reacting? Is it your response or is it the best you know, business decision for what needs to happen next? Well, and it's just, I mean, my example was an oversimplification, but um, you, let's say you're in a business that just, you know, does a lot of print and you're mailing this to your, your um, customers, etc. You know that the postage keeps going up. You're kind of aware of this. You can start changing the mentality of your customers maybe putting some things online, creating a website for them where they can access information and print it out themselves. Now, that's hard sometimes for customers. Some people would just want the print on them. But, you know, you can always explain, if we don't, we don't want to pass on this extra expense to you, you have this choice, you know, kind of lessen your costs or whatever. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's sort of a different way of going about. I mean, it's a simple, simplistic, I should say. But, but it illustrates the point real well because... If you're paying attention to postage rates and what it's costing you to communicate with your clients and you're noticing it's going up, when, you, when you're thinking about the things that you just mentioned, being on the online presence, using email, you can develop those things and make it work for you and your customers, as you just described. But what's the other way? The other way is if you're not paying attention, it gets to the day when you can no longer afford to mail to them and then you have to come up with a website out of nowhere right away. You don't have time. So you end up coming up with a very poor web presence, you know, a knee jerk, a sudden, your emails, you know, you don't understand that dynamic yet. And your customers do have the reaction that you're describing. They, they are unhappy with this form of, of um, communication. So the same thing gave you more time to get everybody adjusted to new forms of communication because you saw that costs were going a direction. It wasn't going to be sustainable and started changing right along with them and didn't get caught at the point when you could no longer afford to do a good print slash mail piece. And I think for all of our contexts, we really are asking people to pay attention and kind of sit with the clues that are coming up. Like I'm noticing... X. I'm, you know, I'm seeing this, I'm anticipating this, not in a way that I'm anticipating a decision, but I'm watching this, you know, sort of just kind of naturally being able to point at, you know, different little subtleties, some which may come to some greater change or decision-making process for you and others that don't. Exactly. The, um, if I had to stick a word with plans and being proactive versus being attentive and being reactive, you know, the plans are about the dream and the ideal of what, where you want to go. And the attentiveness and being reactive has to do with being grounded in reality. Now, when we don't want it, when we're not willing to be grounded in reality, when reality is difficult, complicated, negative, we react negatively. But if it's just a fact, reality is just a fact. Change, just a fact, just happens. Take some of the emotion out of it, and it doesn't become so risky to pay attention to it. So even if it's, even if it's difficult, complicated, or negative, 
we're ready and we can start addressing it. But to stay only in dream, working toward the dream, working toward the ideal land, you know, then reality becomes your, ne- your enemy instead of just the fact that it is. Well, I certainly appreciate that. And I'm, we do talk about this a lot about sitting with clues, thinking about them, you know, helping them make better, um, us make better decisions. But I think that's hard. I think constantly change sneaks up on us mm-hmm. and we're caught off guard and our reaction is always negative. So if we can help our listeners to really hone these, this leadership skill of accepting change, not for what it is, but for how it can work for you. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect way to say it, how it can work for you. Next week, we'll be talking about problems, and I'm, I'm sure that's another favorite of all of us. So. Mm, problems. I can't wait for my next problem. <laughs> attention. Uh, paying attention to your problems, basically. <laughs> and I think we should talk about denial. I think that would be helpful for next week. Join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.